episode 31 already of this welcome to episode 31 of gears and beers the live portion of the life short live free podcast where we talk about gear we love gear we hate gun industry news and whatever other tangents we happen to find ourselves on tonight we're going to be talking about a rumored glock carbine and the patent application uh the supreme court finally taking up a second amendment case low bore axis and owning machine guns our panel tonight is made up of johnson and sam Howdy. the owner of shyworks and i'm your host box this show is sponsored by shyworks ios preferred cerakote applicator and ballistic imagery photography and videography sam how about you tell us what you were doing there over at shyworks today what I was doing, actually, I was I was Cerakoting guns. It's, uh, I did a 1911 today. Um, it was a uh, Iowa Hawkeyes theme. Um, but yeah, that's what we do. Is generally we we specialize in in themes and uh, crazy builds. If you got an idea for for a design, let us know and we can we can handle it for you. That's generally what we do. Um, and we also offer lasered magazines, NFA engraving, of course. Um, back plates, mag bases, all sorts of stuff on our website, uh, shyworks.com. So if you're, if you got a crazy idea for, uh, for a Cerakote theme in mind, give us a shout and we can probably help you out with it. I, the only, I've only ever turned as there was one job that I ever said that I could not do. And he wanted to make it look like coyote fur. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I said, like, I, I I don't think I want to attempt that. <laughs> Can't believe you didn't take that on, you sissy. I I could have just like went and shot a coyote and glued a bunch. Of <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> hey, here you go. If you're out there, that was a... an AK, especially like a Vepper 12 gauge done. Sam's your man. Hey, you you shut your face. <laughs> you shut your face. <laughs> Everybody with AK pattern anything, send it to Sam for Cerakote. His favorite. <laughs> oh my God! No, I've I I I've been this close. The last one I did, I was this close to saying that I'm not doing AKs anymore. But I got another one. Actually, I got two in the shop right now. So, so that's the thing is, you'll just get better and better at them the more you take them apart. You'll get used to it. Well, it's not really the there. The problem is they only come apart to a certain point because of those rivets mm-hmm. in there, and then yep. it's just like it's just like oil central. You can't get the oil out of them and. Uh, uh, it's just a pain. <clears throat> well, you probably, I think the best way to probably deal with that, if you start getting more and more AKs, it'd just be like a solvent parts washer, you know, tub. Yeah. That way you can at least degrease it. As well, that's what I do. I, it goes in the blaster. I dip it in uh, an acetone and let it sit there for an hour. But it that the problem is it just doesn't, penetrate <laughs> enough that's what she said well those um, those parts washer tubs they got like a little brush that actually shoots the solvent out of the middle of the brush so you can scrub all that shit real quick nah and then you I don't about, let it soak for an hour you know i've thought about getting one of those but mm-hmm. it worked really I, good I, as long as you change the solvent out frequently and don't let it get all muddy and gross but hey yeah. hey guys yeah can i finish the introduction <laughs> yeah oh, sorry sure <laughs> continue our second sponsor of the show tonight, a ballistic imagery on top of offering professional photography and videography for your business or otherwise, is also offering up a deal that you'll find nowhere else but here on the Gears and Beers podcast. For tonight only until midnight, you can grab this 
pictured wall art at a discount of 15% by entering Gears and Beers at checkout on BallisticImagery.com. This is actually a print or a photo of a one of the projects that uh, Shyworks had done. A Glock. I believe it was a 19, right? Looks like a uh, Glock 17. 20. No, no, it's a... Glock 20 or Glock 10. 40? Yeah, it's a 10 mil. Well, so. I guess 29, 20, or 40. It's a Glock. We'll say that. <laughs> Anyways, you can yeah grab this print at 15% off before midnight by entering Gears and Beers at checkout. Uh, we I guess we didn't discuss this before the show, Sam. We are giving away a LSLF coin, I believe, tonight instead of yeah. our usual stickers and shit. How are we how are we gonna do that? Um, we're just gonna do the typical. Um, the typical you share. Um, but I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna give this coin away tonight to somebody. Don't care who. Don't care how many shares we get. Um, but I would appreciate it if you guys share this everywhere. So to get entered for this, let me let me show you exactly what it is. LSLF on this side, gears and beers on this side. Um, share the share the video. Comment below that you shared it. Uh, bonus part, bonus points for tagging uh, new people that have not watched this feed, and also bonus points for sharing in in groups and uh, gun groups and such that might be interested in in what we do. And then at the end of the feed. We will uh, do a little uh, mock, a little drawing thing, and give this sucker away. Okay. And uh, now that we've got that all out of the way, Sam, if Sunday is the start of the week, why is it part of the weekend? Because nobody works on it. So I mean, it's just uh, wh- where'd that question come from? I don't like the "how you guys doing" question, so I decided just to start asking you random fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody and their mom calls Sunday part of the weekend just because. Yeah, but why? Um, it's the start. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know, Box. It's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. It is a good question. Why do we park on driveways but drive on parkways? I've know. always wondered that. <laughs> hey, what are you guys <laughs> drinking tonight? This since this actually is gears and beers, are you guys got cool drinks tonight or not? No, I have whiskey and a well, and a Bud Light Orange as backup because I'm out of mix. Check out this bad boy, Voodoo Ranger American Haze. Oh yeah. Uh, got me a six pack of this the other day. It's, uh, I did not know. I figured since it said American haze and maybe it was like a lager or, a or, a you know, no, it's a hazy IPA. Yeah, it is. I can tell crack you that this, by the name. Crack this suck. I didn't, I'm not that familiar with beer, uh, different kinds of beer. So yeah, I just, uh, it's uh, yeah. I was in for a surprise when I when I drank, but it's actually fairly good. I normally don't like AP, IPAs, but this is it's it, it's pretty decent. Uh, IPAs I would say, are growing on me the older I get. Uh, I it depends never. on what they are. Uh, Andrew knows what I'm talking about. Voodoo <laughs> Ranger is the shit. Well, he also says four loco for the win. So uh, clearly, I Andrew mean, does not have great taste. His taste are <laughs> pretty well fucked. Yeah, that, that, that could be. I don't. I don't know. I do did want to say uh, Chris Shanahan earlier said, "Hey guys, shout out y'all been busy." I was I just 
I saw your. Her, I came across yeah. your profile the other day, Chris, and I was wondering where the hell you've been. I thought, oh, he must not like us anymore, so he doesn't <laughs> watch us anymore. But uh, happy to see you back here, dude. Okay. In Texas, hold on one sec. In Texas for hog, hog drinking, hog what? hunting. Jesus hog Christ. Drinking. Wow. Drinking Bud Light and Jameson trying to get covered in midget stripper. Hell yeah. I, I like oh, your that style. That sounds like a great time. The midget stripper I like glitter. Style. Wow. I was hunting. You're drinking a midget stripper glitter. I mean, that sounds like the best way any human being could spend a Wednesday evening. <laughs> you're not wrong. You are not wrong. That sounds like middle of the week shit. <laughs> yeah. Andrew says, milk them hogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You would, Andrew. Jesus Christ. Four-legged or two-legged? Are we... Hold on. Is this fucking (laughs) comment section going to be as degenerate as last week? I hope so. I I actually have it written down here. I was going to say, let's see if we can one-up last episode, but Howler Start, I think we're... I think we we may... uh, We may do it, folks. (laughs) (laughs) This is... Good stuff. Off to a good start. Four-legged or two-legged hogs. Both... Okay, um, how about we start with uh, the Supreme Court case? I have not looked up anything about that yet. I don't know what the case is even. Oh, I was... So who knows what, what the hell's going on there? It's, <laughs> um, it's a New York... Um, it's a case out of New York. Um, it's a New, New York York's State Rifle... Pistol and Rifle Association, yeah. Yeah. So essentially, they're challenging whether New York, whether a state can legally prohibit a person from carrying a gun outside of the home without a license. Um, if you guys were not aware, New York law is extremely, extremely uh, strict on issuing carry licenses. You can't. They are so strict that you have to, when you apply for it, you have to tell them why you want it. And self-defense is not a legitimate reason for them. You have to, Um, yeah, you have to have like a very explicit, this person is targeting me or some very explicit reason for why you need it. They're not like a shall issue deal. And yeah, like Sam said, the weird thing is just self-defense is not an acceptable answer to them. Yep. So the court has said that they were here the case, but only consider the question of whether New York rejecting concealed carry licenses for self-defense violates the Second Amendment. Um, And if you read the Second Amendment, it clearly states the right of the people to keep and bear arms. So if if the conservative we we have a a conservative um, leading Supreme Court, supposedly, if they follow true to the constitution as they say they will that this should be a significant victory but i'm not i'm certainly not claiming that that will happen because um the supreme court has made some questionable rulings lately but it's a big deal because it's the first second amendment case in 10 years that's the that the supreme court's taken up yeah and this will be a big depending on i guess how it goes um but if they happen to decide with the New York State Pistol and Rifle Association, um, that's really going to kind of set precedence as far as, like, we all know earlier this year, the Ninth uh, Circuit Court ruled that you don't 
have the right to take the, or like carry guns outside of your home or business, right? So that'll that'll be a big, you know, flip flop there as far as the Supreme Court stating otherwise, right? Um, so it's going to have a lot of a lot of effects. It's not so much just about uh, New York State and their concealed carry permits. This kind of will set a precedence for future cases, you know, for the next uh, probably five or ten years. Well, yeah, absolutely. And, and the biggest thing about being at the Supreme Court is a lot of the, these appeals cases um, that are heard, you know, in lower appeals courts, the Fifth Circuit, the Ninth Circuit, etc., those only have ramifications for in those specific district. states, you know, that district, you know, four yeah. or five states. So, you know, that's not as big of a deal. Uh, mm-hmm. But when the Supreme Court accepts a, accepts a, uh, um, a case like this, that's the entire country. That's all of us. That set, sets precedence. That is uh, that is that is a that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. So fingers crossed um, that this that this goes our way. I don't see why it wouldn't, but really you don't see why it wouldn't. (laughs) It's the fucking government guy. (laughs) I'm, I'm, did I not say I'm not guaranteeing that this goes, (laughs) we have a six to three majority. Theoretically it should go our way, but that's, that's not necessarily how it's going to go. So, um, um, don't expect people to be reasonable. Right. Did you see that there were 69 Congress people who opposed David Chipman that came out and actually opposed David Chipman today? I did. I just saw that earlier. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's good that they're not at least like out of 500 and whatever, 544. Well, you're talking about you said congressmen, not just senators, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, that's, I mean, it, that's better than nothing. I would be, I would be extremely surprised if he did not get in. Um, because the Senate is the one who's got to confirm him. Yeah. And we all know, but, but that, that's good. That's a start. At least that's a start. At least I will say. That is a start. Um, when, when do you have any idea when the conversation, confirmation hearing is going to be johnson or when that may be i don't um i has it has he been like uh officially nominated or anything is that yeah that was one of that was one of biden's things he did he announced it with those six executive actions that's that was one of his executive actions that he 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 did was he nominated this this fucking guy um Probably, uh, see. probably one of the worst, the worst nominations that could possibly. I mean, how do you get worse than murdering seven, 70 men, women and children, you know, but I digress. It's I'm just saying. Yeah, um, it sounds like later this month, probably, probably. Does it, do they just got to have a simple majority for confirmations? I believe or, so. Or two thirds, because if they just need a simple majority, I don't see them being able to. To stop. I, to me, it there's no way that anybody can say, "Hey, this guy has been actively working for an anti-gun 
uh, like company for the last how many years yeah he should be in charge of this like he's obviously you know it's like he can't be he can't make a decision based on rules and truths and facts he's obviously very he, he has an agenda he's biased yeah yeah he's very biased and he's said so much. He's he he is under the impression that uh, an assault weapons ban should exist. Um, that um, that an American citizens should not be able to own, you know, these types of weapons. So the guy's clearly biased. But the fact of the matter is, he's pushing the Democrats' agenda. This guy could literally say um, that he rapes puppies, but as long as he pushes the the left's agenda, they 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 don't care. Right. So. I mean, and, and which is which, and and we laugh at that at that statement, but the fact remains that he was literally part of a of a crew of a of a team that murdered seventy men, women, and children. And how do you get how do you get worse than that? I mean, that's 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 just. I mean, that seems like a, a like a ridiculous story, but that's that's the truth, and that's yeah. pretty sad. Of speaks to where we are nowadays in this country. He's a great guy, though. So he's a great stand guy. up super dude. Let's see if we so, can get him on ne next episode. Okay. So, and he's the thing is, um, they're basically talking about yes, he worked for for the ATF for, or excuse me, AFT for twenty five <laughs> years. Um, but it's it's his time, you know, after uh, working for the AFT that he should be concerned about in his confirmation hearing <clears throat> this article uh, from bearing arms says uh, he had time spent working for private company shot spotter um, in between his stints working for Michael Bloomberg and Gabrielle Giffords. Um, he was mm. hired by shot spotter um, as senior vice president in 2013. Um, now there's, you know, which I'm sure looked good on his resume at the time. Now, however, there are a growing number of critics of ShotSpotter technology, um, which I don't know if you guys have heard any of the interviews about ShotSpotter, but it's basically like microphones and stuff put throughout like metropolitan areas to hear, to listen for gunshots and then mm -hmm. deploy police officers to those gunshot and basically, there's been a lot of false gunshots and police go out and get themselves in really bad situations where there has been no gunfire or, you know, um, basically putting a lot of police in a lot of bad positions and uh, creating a lot of police altercations where there didn't need to be any. Interesting. Interesting. And and the the... I wonder, I wonder if, if they're using that, like I had heard of the technology obviously, but I've never thought about it too much. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I figured, hell, it can't be that bad of a thing. But if you really think about it, I mean, they can basically use that as an excuse to end up anywhere. I wonder if in a court of law, they have to show on their shot spotter technology, computers, whatever. Hey, see this pinpointed us here, or if they can just say, "Yep, it doesn't matter." They put they can patrol whatever you know. If they have jurisdiction in that in there in that area, they could basically just be patrolling it anyway. 
So why would it matter if there was valid? Yeah, that's a valid point. I wonder if that gives reason to enter private private property, not residences. But I don't know that it does that. I think they just kind of go to the neighborhood where, um, because you know that thing. Obviously, it's just listening. It's not pinpointing a location. It's not like some spy drone. You know, it's just kind of saying, "Hey, in this neighborhood, there was a gunshot. You need to patrol this neighborhood." Actually, um, ac- actually, 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 the other issue that they're talking about is this shot spotter could be just listening to people's conversations and stuff, not just for gunfire and right and deploying police for, you know, uh, drug deals and all kinds. of Actually, other shit. you mentioned that it just gives a general area. I- I think I, I'm I'm almost positive that it does more than just a general area. There's a lot of of sensors all around the, a particular city, mm-hmm. and it, and it uses them almost like a triangulation technique. So it measures, you know, when this specific sensor got the noise and when this one did, and it can it can so it, like I said, triangulation. If you know how that works on cell phones and such, yeah. it gives it a very a a, a very close area of where those shots are coming from and actually that was the the system that was used you remember a month ago or so that they released video of that 13 year old kid that was shot in chicago because he had a gun that was um that they were called to that area that little tiny specific area because that kid was firing off his gun and that's yeah. how, why, why they showed up there. So it's, but it's once more again, than, I mean, it's, yes, it can triangulate the area, but mm-hmm. I mean, that still really only gives you a, a kind of a portion of a neighborhood right. to patrol. Right. It doesn't say right. like this address, this is where this guy is and he's moving West, you know? No. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I suppose it's, it's interesting though, because I suppose when you mix that with, uh, surveillance systems such as cameras and stuff like they got in, in all the major major cities nowadays. I would bet I'd be it'd be interesting to take a tour of one of those big cities, um, you know, uh, police stations and and really see how much how much information they have coming in at one time. And I don't know, have any idea what they do, but it'd be interesting to see that. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Know we started off talking about the Supreme Court case. <laughs> yeah. Huh. We spent about 30 seconds on the Supreme Court case before we were on to completely new and different things. Well, uh we hope back the Supreme to, yeah, Court if we go case back goes to the our Supreme way, Court I guess. <laughs> There's not a whole lot else to say about that, I guess. I mean, it's a pretty you know, it's not it's not a crazy complicated um Yeah, basically anything, the you know, uh, New York State Pistol and Rifle Association is just saying that the rules for um, giving, I guess, what do you, what would you call that? Giving out uh, concealed carry permits or what have you is unconstitutional. Is basically what they're saying. They're saying that it's unconstitutional to for the rule to be that you need to give an, a very specific circumstance that you need to protect yourself to obtain that um, concealed carry permit, which 
I 100% agree with. There's you, mm-hmm. why the hell should I ask if it's okay, you know, and give you a good reason for me to defend myself? That's not. I think we can and, probably all agree that New York is just awful. Yeah. Um, That's but, a big sleeper. A lot of people complain about California gun laws, but my God, if somebody from not a resident of New York State walks into a gun shop and picks up a gun, that technically makes them a felon in the state of New York. Holding a firearm as a non-resident, holding a firearm anywhere, in a gun shop, in public, in someone's home, holding a firearm. Wait, time out, in a gun shop? Yes. Yes. Really? Anywhere in the state, if any non-resident holds a firearm in the state of New York, they are immediately a felon. People sleep on New wow. York on how bad their gun laws are. Dude. I don't they think people sleep on it. Fact. Well, there there was that also that other one, and it got overturned, but this was several years ago. They said, okay, you can have 10-round magazines. Those, you know, you don't have to turn those in yet, but you can only put seven rounds in them. Now, if you get pulled over, and the cop checks your gun and you have more than seven rounds in your 10 round magazine, you're going to jail. Like this sounds like a joke. hundred, hundred fucking percent dead serious. That's what New York was doing for a while. That did get overturned because a cop, a a judge was like, dudes, this is fucking ridiculous. Are you guys on meth up there? What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's absurd. This is uh, slightly off topic, but it uh, is, in line with how terrible New York is. I saw today an article that said in Albany, a judge ruled that if a couple, a married couple that is raising a biracial child doesn't remove a image of a Confederate flag, they'll lose their child. Yeah, I heard that. What? How fucking ridiculous is that? Wait, wait. Say that they again? they have a Confederate flag displayed, and they're raising a biracial child. If they don't remove the display of that flag, the state's going to take the kid from them. Go and fuck yourselves. Jeez. It was a rock. It was a rock painted as a Confederate flag. Sorry, the First Amendment applies here. You fucking dirty cocksuckers. I. It, it doesn't that's matter. One they thing should, that, that's one thing. They that should I be able to have a. It's like. I, okay, I get that being racist is a bad thing. Like, people shouldn't be racist. I will agree. I will. Yeah, people shouldn't be racist. But it is not fucking illegal to be no. racist. No, they should be able to have a fight. This is going to sound bad. This is going to sound horrible. They should be able to have a fucking Nazi sign there if they wanted to. That's 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 their right. And they held. But that's not the government's. That's not the fucking government's place to come in and remove their children from them. It's that's what I'm saying. Up. It's like if you're, you know, uh, a felony drug user. Yes, the state can come. If you're doing illegal things in the presence of your children, the right. they can come take your kids. Right. But like, and that's the whole thing about the Confederate flag is. Oh, it's racist. It's racist, right? It's not illegal to be racist. It is not good. It's, it makes you look <laughs> like not, a bad person. It's not good. But it's not illegal. Box, how'd you get us? Good job, Box. How'd you're, you get us on this? You were just bitching about off. 
<laughs> because that because also makes me fucking crazy. That's that's just <laughs> out fucking <sighs> rageous. Anywho, uh, once again, we're concerned about we didn't have enough to talk about tonight, and here we are, a half hour in. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I figured we'd be, be fine. Uh, sh- so should we move on? We yeah, should. We get. shall. <laughs> okay, John. More, more angry. Johnson, how about you tell us about this uh, rumored Glock carbine? Well, it's hideous and it looks terrible. Oh, God. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, here we go. They had a it little. Is. They had a little spat before we started the show, guys. And <laughs> so, there's been a few people doing some digging, and obviously, Glock always teases um, their new new things that are going to come out every few years, right? And they're you know. What you've all been waiting for, like you guys, you guys remember Shot Show 2020? What you've all been waiting oh, yeah. for. Oh, it's so exciting! It's all brand new from Glock. What you've never seen Glock do before. It was a fucking 22. And here's another Glock. <laughs> it was a fucking 22. Hey, hey, hey! That was kind of that was the Glock that 44. Is a pretty sweet, my unit. fucking ass. Hey, hey! You're forgetting Johnson. It wasn't just a 22. It was a shit twenty-two that yeah, liked to it was explode. Garbage that broke all the time. <laughs> hey, it right. was innovative. Uh, fuck off! It was not. <laughs> I guess it was innovative. A semi-auto twenty-two that doesn't fucking work. A self-destructing <laughs> twenty-two. Done that before. Hey, they work now. They work now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, but anyway, everybody, you know, before that, speculated Glock carbine, Glock carbine, Glock carbine. Well. There's been a lot of people doing some digging, and uh, there's a lot of patent drawings out for Glock carbine stuff. Um, so it's kind of looking legit. Like we're talking, we've got patent drawings for a lower that accepts AR style standing bags. Um, got patent drawings for like a bolt assembly and a charging handle. We've got patent drawings for uh, kind of like the uh, barrel receiver and um, extension. We've got an adjustable gas block. There's a lot of stuff here. Um, You know, real super basic uh, patent drawings, just kind of showing specific parts and how they interact. Do you have the drawings uh, up on your screen, Johnson? I can sh- certainly share them. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Uh, share screen one. Um, you're 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 not, you're not sharing. I'm not. <laughs> okay, if it's oh, oh, I gotta click the share part. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that helps. All right, so. Um, this is kind of the exploded view of all the very basic drawings it's very detailed Um, but then when you when you start getting into you get the barrel the bolt carrier group kind of in the i guess uh like barrel receiver or or uh, barrel extension here um there seems to be it looks a lot like kind of a standard ar bolt but that's pretty much it. Like the bolt carrier is a completely 
Um, it's completely different. Here's that adjustable gas block. So they've obviously got some different size gas ports on a quickly adjustable deal. Um, this appears to be more of a charging handle drawing. This is kind of the basic how the lower is going to be set up for last round bolt hold open mag release. Oh, Matt, Matt says, five, five. yes, five, five, six, apparently is what they're going for here. I, I believe so. I believe to get into kind of the standard AR uh, market. But yeah, it, it, it appears that they are. And to me, this looks like a monolithic upper, um, some type of obviously handguard down here. But then, you know, it's it's definitely not going to be uh, uh, AR parts compatible, right? Mm, so, well, there's it looks like there's going to be some accessories and stuff. Yeah, like, I think it'll probably take like AR triggers. I would guess. I would guess it'll take standard AR grips, AR stocks, AR muzzle devices, things like that. But I think that's you know kind of the the very easy stuff to change it'll accept that but i don't think like your bolt carrier group your gas tubes your all that i don't think that's all going to be interchangeable i'm going to go ahead and make a prediction that it's going to be a, a giant letdown quite possibly i don't i don't think hmm well, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Like, I feel like I, I feel like I talked about this before. Like, people are just building on the AR so constantly. <laughs> when are we gonna? When are we gonna go to the next thing? Right. So maybe this is kind of that. Maybe that next step, or them trying at least trying to take that next step of what's after the AR. Michael says, so it's a shitty AR-15. <laughs> and Matt says, know. it'll be another ACR. Uh, it's really hard to tell at this point. I mean, there's not a lot of details. Well, Glock is known for... The reason Glock blew up and they're, they're what they are today is because they were, they were, not, the first, they were not the first ones to, to do a polymer lower. Um, you know... Everybody seems to think that, but they weren't. The reason they are where they are today is because Gadsden Glock came up with a design that was super simplified, was super easy, a minimal amount of parts, and it fucking worked. And this, to me, this doesn't, I mean, like looking at the exploded view of this, uh, you know, the bolt and, and the barrel and all this shit, it doesn't look that simplified and and i don't know i'm i'm just frankly i'm I'm not impressed with what i with what i'm seeing I think, right now that i think the bolt looks i think the bolt looks simplified oh, I, I it's like there's a lot of machining to it but there's not like a cam pin there's not you know it's just I don't know. Be interested to see the parts. If this ever does get developed, I'd be 
I'll, I'll be interested to yeah. see how it, how yeah, it turns but, out. But you guys remember when Mossberg put out the first pistol? It no. was a ginorm. It was like five, five, six years ago. They put yeah, Mossberg put out their ago. first pistol. It was a giant fucking pile of shit because Mossberg doesn't do pistols. Mossberg yeah. does rifles and shotguns and mostly shotguns. Um, and frankly, this is my prediction for if this ever does, there's no, and nobody, there's no date for this. There's nothing. This is just leaked shit. It doesn't so, even necessarily mean that we'll ever make one. No, um, no. A no. lot of times they file for patents, but a, you know, a finished product never makes it to market. Right. So my prediction for, and I'm a self-admitted Glock fanboy, 100%. Glock all day, hell yeah. But my prediction for if this ever does make it to market is it's a giant fucking piece of shit. That's, that's, that's my prediction. I I'm not that convinced. I I don't think that Glock would take this long to get into like basically the AR market for lack of a better term. I don't think they'd take this long cuz I mean, let's be real. What has their R&D department done in the last 10 years? Not a motherfucking thing. So I mean like yeah. Either they're really taking care to make sure this thing's good before it goes into production. I like, obviously, I don't think this is like a rushed thing. The, but this doesn't. But do you think it's going to be polymer framed? I, I I would assume there's significant polymer in it. Yes, I believe um, so too. But Matt made a good point. Um, why what the fuck like what are they thinking here why are they not doing a pcc a pistol pistol caliber carbine why are they not doing something that glock owners can use their fucking glock mags in this doesn't make any sense to get into a a caliber that they that doesn't exist in their lineup like i don't understand their reasoning here it doesn't i maybe they're maybe they're thinking of a possible uh military contract for the future i i mean that's i would bet yes they're trying to they're trying to get into uh, you know h and k's and for you know all the other manufacturers that have yeah, just compete with the hk416 and you know in in all kinds of european military forces wouldn't they be fighting for a military contract i mean that's good what's going to get them the most money the american just you know, commercial market is not where they're going to make their serious money from this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not, from what I see, I'm not impressed. And frankly, I, who knows if it'll ever come to be. So we, we could just be sitting around here arguing about nothing for no reason, but I, I hope, I hope it does. So, you know, that that rumor can be there's been rumors of Glock 1911s and Glock carbines going around for freaking ever. It'd be it'd be interesting to see if something actually came to fruition, but I have my my serious doubts. Why would that. Glock ever make a 1911? Hey, let's make a pistol, but let's make it shittier. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Hey, yeah, they hey, did that with we, the 45. We, we made a we made a pistol design in what nineteen sixty something. We developed this pistol design. 
Yeah, we're going to build one that was designed 50 years before that. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Why, why would they do that? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Not a fan. Should should we take bets? I guess we all we're all pretty much in agreement. I guess we probably don't need to take bets, do we? Don't we? That, uh, if it does come to fruition, it'll be a pile of shit. I don't think it'll be a piece of shit. I personally don't. I think it'll get a lot of fucking hate just because it's not just an AR-15. It'll be because just it's like not every AR compatible. It'll be just like every other Glock release. It'll be super hyped, and then everyone yeah. will be like, "Wow, it's another Glock." Yeah, it's not going to be anything special. Yeah, I I think it'll get a lot of hype for the release. It'll flop according to almost everybody, and I don't think they'll sell a lot because people here. People on YouTube say they don't like them. It yeah. might be better than an AR, but there will be a lot of people on YouTube saying that's ah, a piece of shit, so people won't buy them. Well, people are used to it. Everybody knows that they're going to be overpriced. Well, it's going to be twenty five hundred bucks. I promise no. you. No, I if promise. they brought it, if they brought it to market, I guarantee it would not be that. But I, I don't see them bringing it to market. But I mean. <sighs> Yeah, anything Glock does gets hate. I mean, yep. literally every single thing they've ever put out, and and some of it's rightfully so. You know, they come out with a Gen Five. Ooh, you know, we they change the fucking grip on it and the, Dude, the rifling. They rifling in the barrel and and say that it's fucking and contoured the innovation. Front of the slide. You know, yeah, right, right. But chamfered I, the front of the slide. Look at this brand yeah. new Glock pistol. You guys didn't do a fucking thing. You haven't done anything since Gen 3. You take the finger grooves off, you put them back on. You take them off, you put them back on. Old stippling, new stippling, old stippling. It's the same fucking gun over and over. I just realized yeah. Glock is the iPhone of the gun world. Yeah. 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 I'll admit that 100%. And right here, I'm a Glock fanboy. I. Yeah, they might change shit around, but guess what? The sons of bitches work every time, and I, I, I like them. Um, Josh, I don't, and, think, I don't think that'll change with a carbine if they produce one. Yeah, you're but, probably right. But, but my, it's going to end up as a G44 situation. The first, it, it fucking sucks for a while. You know, you get massive amounts of issues with it, and then it gets worked out to a point where it's a viable option. I guess. But the, you um, know, but people didn't seem to have that issue when with the P365s. Yeah, there was there, there was, was a lot of problems with the 365. Initially. I know, but I'm yeah. saying everybody was like, "Well, they fixed it," but nobody says that when Glock fixes their G44s. Right? Yeah. They're like, "Oh, that thing's a piece of shit," because they just hate Glock. But the Sig, oh fuck, the almighty, the almighty Sig, oh Jesus. Mm. I think praise, everybody, every praise Sig. Everybody gets fucking hate. Every single comp firearm company there is. Yeah. It's the same yeah. fucking and the thing, thing about there's the difference with Glock fanboys such as myself. Like I'm willing to say that yes, they're ugly. They're there's all sorts of issues with them. Their updates are not fucking exciting. And, and you know, there was an issue with the G44 and all this shit. Like I'm willing to to admit that up front. You know, but Sig fanboys, you know, and and, and HK fanboys and all these guys, they're very very uppity. 
and very almost snobby about about their their particular brand that they're partial to. You, you got you ever notice that? Oh yeah. It's yeah. Glock it's got fucking issues, but goddamn it, it works. Okay, there, there's a. Uh, go go ahead, Bach. I think uh, Matt summed it up pretty uh, good for us here, where we can leave off on this conversation. He says. At least we can all agree XD can fuck off. Yeah, hundred fucking percent. <laughs> hundred fucking percent. Yes, sir. Can't wait for those Springfield carbines. I guess they probably have some carbines, Saint. don't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But and those are just like a, those are just good selling ARs. Those are just ARs, though. Yeah, they're not nice. They don't make their own. Yeah. I don't know. I think I I will say I'm glad that Glock is going to try something other than just building an AR. Because I think somebody needs, I've said it before, I think somebody needs to take that step as far as I don't think the AR-15 is the end-all be-all. This is the weapon forever, right? So taking that next step to figure out, hey, as far as the carbine goes, let's not build an AR-15, Let's take the good parts of the AR-15 and let's build on that to build the next great gun design, right? So I don't know. You got to. I mean, you got to start somewhere. So yeah, I think um, it's a good step. Two, two things, um, Andrew Gay. What are you talking about here? It's a joke. You're about that dude. I'm, it's a joke, Sam. Okay, I'm, I'm an idiot. Did you guys see? Um, they're having a, an argument in the comments here. Um, Josh Price and a couple guys about Mossberg shotguns, about actually Mossberg guns in general. Josh is of the Josh is of the 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 idea that Mossbergs are pieces of shit. I tend to gr- disagree. A Mossberg 500 you can 500 you can, 590 Remington 870, they're all the same fucking gun. Exactly. Made with a the Mossberg same quality. Mossberg 500 may be a budget gun, but tell you what, that son of a bitch will run. It is a it, it, I mean, I I put Mossberg 500 and 870s. They're the same fucking gun. Obviously, they're different guns, but I mean, right there, they're both iconic American guns. I I can't say that Mossberg is a is a shit um, company it, it, by by any stretch of the imagination. I uh, just wanted to clarify that. Okay, yeah. um, I, we should probably move on, guys. We we're. 46 minutes in <laughs> we got several more things to talk about Moving on. um how about we talk about this uh italian guy that i came across uh on the firearm blog the italian a, li- a while back there's this uh i need more beer hold on go ahead or go ahead you <laughs> go ahead without me there's this uh citizen in italy who is a inventor or whatever. And he's been working on for a while coming up with different designs for, uh, for pistols. And his, apparently his goal is anyways, is to create something with, uh, an extremely low bore axis. And he's got, he shared several prototypes with the firearm blog here. And for those of you that can't see this, I have a picture shared up here. Imagine it's hard, really, really hard to explain this. The lower half of the frame is is very thick, and the top of the where the slide is 
is probably only a half inch tall, maybe. But imagine the barrel is way up in the firearm here. Man, I don't know how to explain this. Imagine if you're holding the gun and uh, the front of the uh, you tip the front of the gun down, but the barrel stays pointed in the same place. That's kind of how this gun is working. But of course, the grip angle stays the same. I'm not sure how else to explain this. But I, this is just really really interesting to me. I, I didn't. Apparently, he's got some manufacturers on board. And he can he he's finally able to get actually quality parts manufactured. He doesn't have any contracts or anything like that. He hasn't filed any patents because he'd had issues with uh, his work being released before through patents, I think. And companies ended up stealing his stuff. He's had had some stuff manufactured through other companies stuff before, and he didn't get shit for it. But I thought this was an interesting. An interesting take. He's got several iterations of it, and there's a really interesting article on the firearm blog. If you guys want to go check it out, it's very, very long, and there's a lot of, a lot of information on there and about all the iterations here. But this in particular one, if you look at this, the beaver tail is way up. The bottom of the slide comes out underneath the beaver tail, and the trigger is way down low. If you look at this one, doesn't it look like you would have to pull this with your middle finger? Almost. It looks it like you would you would be holding it at a very awkward angle almost. So I'm super confused. I read the article that you linked to, but I, I couldn't make heads or tails like where how does does the slide go forward? It, no. it yes, the slide the slide well out of maybe not on that one, but it is a blow forward operation. So the barrel moves forward on the this. barrel moves forward, the slide still moves back. Interesting. Interesting. Well, um, I think I guess maybe not on this exact. It's hard to I'm tell because at... there's so many iterations of it. He wouldn't share specifics of of anything. So yeah. Well, I mean, if you really think about it, I mean, almost every single mod- modern pistol is designed the same. You know, it blows back. The slide comes back. Obviously, racks a mm-hmm. new one like that. What about if we used? I don't know how you would get it to 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 go opposite. If you had to use gas, a gas or a gas system, but for that slide or barrel to go forward, um, and then come back onto. Uh, so instead of the basically instead of the round going up and forward, all that that round would just have to go up, and the barrel would have to come forward and back onto. Um, back onto the round you understand that's what yeah. this does right right so how the hell does it get it to go forward though it's the friction of the of the of the bullet passing through the barrel i mean there's a lot of friction with the barrel and the bullet and the right i mean it's digging through with the rifling i feel like you're going to lose a very significant amount of feet per second why with the blow forward design why because you're taking all of the energy instead of overcoming the friction to go through the rifling, you're actually using that energy to push the slide forward. 
You know what I'm saying? Instead of using the gas I do pressure, get, I do get what you're saying. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm 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 a pretty stupid in, individual, so I can't. I'm just I'm just <laughs> thinking of as far as knowing how the gun, like how an existing semi-automatic pistol works, and that the actual detonation of the cartridge pushes. I don't know because if you if your chamber if the entire round is chambered in the barrel it has to instead of pushing just the weight of the slide back while the gas is projecting the projectile forward you're basically delaying the projectile even moving until the barrel or the slide gets to the end of its travel and then Not necessarily, know. because either way, Johnson, either way, it's using the energy to either push the slide back or push the slide forward. It's one or the other. Like, I know, but now you're going to have to push the slide and the barrel forward, and and you're getting that gas escaping behind the bullet because you're going to, as soon as that round goes off, it's going to push the barrel off of the cartridge. But it's using a smaller, I think the slide is so small. It's, I think I read in that article, it actually states that it's using a very small amount of energy to actually, essentially the only reason for the slide reciprocating or whatever it is that actually reciprocates is, mm -hmm. is to, to uh, re-engage the hammer. So, I don't know if it'd be using more or less. It's not like it's moving a regular old, like shooting an MMP where it's moving the shooting the whole slide back. It's only using a small amount of energy to actually move that slide back. So I don't. It's hard to tell. I don't think it's probably all speculation <laughs> at this point. But the, obviously, I'm going to state the obvious here. But the coolest thing about this, if you're listening and and you can't figure out why anybody would ever think about this is because you can lower that that barrel so much that it doesn't have to clear your 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 hand. You can lower the bore axis to a point where if the slide or the barrel or whatever is just going forward that it can be so low that it it could actually be negative um barrel flip instead of just positive, you know. Yep. So it's an yeah. interesting idea so but I to me, like, okay, Joshua Stokes change the spring direction, barrel friction would be the same. Yes, you would be in a tension spring versus a compression spring. I get that. Um, but barrel friction would be the same. Yes, the barrel friction would be the same. What I am saying is you're delaying the time for the bullet travel, right? For the bullet to start traveling down the barrel you're delaying, basically delaying that until the barrel and slide are at the end of its forward travel, if it's moving forward. And I feel like if you're going to push the barrel and slide forward, it's going to basically drive itself down instead of up. You're going to get the opposite effect, right? Because you're not going to have that reverse recoil of the slide coming back. You're going to have that. So you're really going to shoot low. Because the barrel, the bullet isn't going to move in the barrel until that barrel hits the end of its travel, right? Because all of the energy, 
I mean, it'll move a little bit, but basically the energy is going to push that barrel and slide forward. And then when it stops, then the bullet, the energy will push the bullet forward through the barrel. I mean, that's just, I don't, it's I, the way I'm thinking of it. It seems to me like it would essentially just be like having a, a half inch longer barrel or an inch longer barrel. Yeah. How I, could it though? It's just in the barrel for longer. The friction is all that's pulling that barrel, pulling that barrel forward. And it's get there. The friction is going to be there. Yeah. Whether that barrel yeah, is the, moving it, forward or not. It's the gas pressure. So the barrel, the barrel's going to have to move forward or the slide's going to have to move backwards. Right. And you're using the same amount of pressure. So it's you're either the recoil's going forward or the recoil's going backwards. It doesn't matter. So you're going to have that felt recoil either rearward or forward and it's going to drive it down. It's not like it's just driving the slide and barrel forward is just going to magically make the recoil disappear. It'll negate it a little bit because you will have some rearward pressure on the frame from the pressure, but essentially you're moving mass forward, which is going to push the nose down versus pulling the nose up with how it pushes the slide to the rear currently. You guys ever heard that question? Could an airplane take off on a treadmill? No. It's a stupid question. Wings isn't moving. Right. I know. It's a. It seems. It seems a, a ridiculously easy. I don't question. know if you know this, but I went to engineering school. I'm not like. I'm not definitely not the smartest person in the world by any means. I don't know much about much, but. Like, I at least know enough to think of what might possibly happen. Yeah, so I'm just that's to why think that through it logically. That, that, yeah. Anyway, that question is not, has always been stupid easy for me. That fucking, if the airplane is not moving, if it's on a treadmill, <laughs> the way, an yeah, airplane the wheels works have is... nothing to do with the wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, anyways. That yeah. just—that was just my way of getting you guys out of a, a conversation that I didn't of an endless loop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are yeah. talking too smart for me. We're gonna have to move <laughs> on. I just, yeah. To me, either the slide goes back and it recoils up, or the slide or barrel in this case goes forward and it recoils down. It's, it's the gun's gonna recoil. You got an explosion in your hand. It's gonna recoil, like. Yeah, but it can push straight back. Yeah, it, that's which is kind of the a, point. There is a magic balance there somewhere, but I don't know. Speaking of magic balance, I want one of those alien Luagos or Luagos, however the fucking you. Yeah, uh, which one of you guys are gonna buy me one? Because God damn it, I will Not do me. just about anyone anything for one. Anyone. Oh, you'll do, you'll just, do about just about anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I, 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 I ain't proud. Boy, <laughs> this just got real gay real quick. Josh, I you I saw you just posted up a big old paragraph about physics and stuff, but I'm sorry. I'm 
I think we've dulled on the physics of it for long enough, so I'm not even going to bother reading it. I think we should probably just move on. Which we are... Says, oh, fuck. We're already an hour in. Maybe we should move yeah. on. I would agree. I mean, it's... Uh, I don't know. To me, it's just reverse of a normal pistol recoil. Can we move on now? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on, what? What do you want me to come on? Boy. Wow. Boy. We are on to don't carry that shit, boys. So, uh, what I came up with this week, I actually just went on Etsy <laughs> and searched <laughs> for holsters because I knew I would find something on there. And it's I came across something that I had actually seen a long time ago. And uh, I've I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just going to pull the image up right here. What this is showing on the screen right here, boys, is a Smith & Wesson Bodyguard 380. And it's called... Oh, sorry. <laughs> a shoot-through th- shoot pocket holster. <laughs> and uh, you could probably guess by the name. It's fucking awful. If For those of you that can't see it, it is a leather accessory? I guess um, if you're familiar with the bodyguard 380, it's the handles big enough for about your trigger finger and one other finger. It's a very, very small. That's what she said. Very, <laughs> very small pistol. That's what she said. Shut the fuck up. Sam. <laughs> it's got leather wrapping around the back of the grip. And it's riveted at the front of the firearm, much like your typical uh, holster would be. Oh, my God. The slide is completely exposed. And here's the thing. It's got a cutout for the trigger. And on this particular one, for the laser. And also, it's got a, a little hole underneath the trigger finger. Or underneath the trigger (laughs) for the trigger for your other finger, but it's got that one has a rivet behind it. So between your other finger and the actual grip. So not only does this thing do absolutely fucking nothing, but make this bulkier, it also completely ruins your purchase on this already dinky firearm that you only have three fingers on at a time josh price has got one it's actually not that bad it keeps you from silhouetting a gun in your pocket i thought the same thing and thought screw it oh, i'll try it sweet jesus josh, here we go yep i'm sorry You're lying <laughs> i'm He's just lying gonna, i'm just gonna He's just trying to make you yeah i'm just gonna say it right now josh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> first of all the primary um uh purpose of a holster is not to keep you from if you're from silhouetting or printing <laughs> matt says lol how would it silhouette your, how would it silhouette in your purse <laughs> oh that is okay that, that's that see is, i fucking knew it that is good i can stuff. read you like a book josh i knew you didn't actually get one of these fucking things i I know you're dumb, but you ain't that fucking dumb. <laughs> that, but 
you would not believe how many positive reviews are on Etsy for this oh, fucking fuck. thing. And everyone's like, oh, you can put it in your back pocket and nobody can tell it's your firearm. First of all, why the fuck are you putting a firearm in your back pocket? You know, have you ever heard of pickpocketers? <sighs> they they see, oh, he has something in his pocket. I'm going to bump into him and snatch that right out of his back fucking pocket. Then they're like, oh, it's a gun. And then I, I'm back to what I was uh, berating Josh about. <sighs> <laughs> The primary purpose, well, one of the primary purposes of, of a holster is to protect the trigger yeah. in the firearm itself. And this does none of those. This does everything negatively. Just, yeah, it it's all wrong. It literally does nothing. It doesn't secure it in any area. It doesn't secure it to your body. It doesn't protect the trigger guard, which is the most important function of a firearm. It doesn't. It does absolutely fucking nothing. And and the thing that it claims to do is stop it from printing. Who the fuck cares? I don't I literally could not care less if a gun prints on me. It's like <laughs> Well, I'll disagree with you on that point. But with a bodyguard with a bodyguard 380, who's gonna yeah. look at that in your pocket and be like, ooh, that's a firearm? It's gonna That's not gonna print any less. I mean it's gonna print more. If you throw that big old hunk of le leather on it, that makes your gun less usable. Yeah, you could literally be just throw that gun in your pocket and be ahead. <laughs> and Andrew Gay is back with the keister stash, that bad boy. <laughs> that's that's like your motto, Andrew. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Andrew Gay isn't his real name. <laughs> Because he's always talking about sticking things in his butt. Are you a drug mule, Andrew? You know, it's jamming balloons up there every day. You know, if you did it, if you if you put it with the barrel pointing out, if you happen to have a negligent discharge, at least you're not shooting yourself in the gut. You know, just go out and whatever you were sitting on or or whatnot. <laughs> what going out? Oh, it, it, okay. In yeah, keister stashing. Okay, got it. Real name. Actually, actually, right. I was down in Des Moines the other day at, the, at a gun shop. There was a machine gun shoot. Uh, there was a few of us uh, vendors set up, and there was a guy that made leather holsters over across the way. And I heard somebody talking to him about making a custom holster for him. And he says, "Now, I got a double action, single action. I don't know. I don't know what kind of gun he was talking about. Obviously, a revolver, but I don't know what it was exactly. Unless it was a 1911." Or a CZ. Uh, or a They're CZ. Not the, there's yeah. a lot of DASAs. It, it could have been. I, I I was under the impression it was a revolver. Doesn't matter. Probably if he was asking now. for leather. <laughs> he's like he's like now listen. Since this is I I just leave it with the hammer down, double action. So I want a holster, but I don't want the trigger guard covered. I just want to be able to to pull it out with my finger on the trigger. You know, as pulling it out. I want to be real quick, like like I'm just like I'm just sitting here. Oh my Wrong. god! Like I've heard a lot of stupid shit in gun stores. I've been around a lot of gun stores, spent a lot of time in them. There's a lot of stupid shit that took the cake for probably the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I'm just like, mm. oh my, oh god! Like I just I just about went over there and licked my hand, and whoosh, but but you know I, that I, about I, gave me an aneurysm. <laughs> god. Damn it! What I got, is? I, I had a pretty, 
I had a pretty good chuckle about it. That's just about as bad as a guy. Uh, There's no way I could just keep my mouth shut listening to somebody say that. Well, could, if he was like, no if, if he was right by me, I probably would have said something, but he was like across the way talking. Yeah, but you still language. heard it. Yeah, but I didn't want to yell at him. Like, hey, shit. no, <laughs> hey, you you're fucking, fucking moron, idiot, dude. <laughs> I would have. Hey, yeah. hey, you. Yeah, you. You're a dumbass. You shouldn't yeah, even. That's exactly what I'm doing. You should have just thrown something at him. <laughs> and then just stared at him for a while. That's you're about a fucking as bad as stupid that. guy. The guy in the Life Short Live Free group said the other day he saw somebody with a shotgun shoot the ground right in front of him. And he asked him why he did that. He says, well, I was checking to see if the safety was on. Oh, mm-hmm. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How about you look at the fucking safety then? Uh, right. Josh, you're talking about, I think his name's uh, Tex Grebner or something like that. I just fucking shot myself. <laughs> oh, that guy. <sighs> well, that reminds me. I mean, fuck, we and we might we might as well keep talking. Um, that that reminds me. Uh, I'm sure everyone here by now has seen Kentucky ballistics. Oh, His yeah. 50 cal blew up yeah. on him, and then there's another lesser well known. Well, maybe even more. I guess I don't know. Uh, another gun channel called Teflodermis. Tauflater mouse. I don't even know how to fucking say yeah. it. Some kind yeah. of gibberish. But he can't. They've, been, they've he, been doing like homemade rounds and shit for years. Oh yeah, and they they made a video like right after Kentucky Ballistics did. Essentially, he like they referenced the the Tex Grebner guy, mm-hmm. and they're like he the video that they put out was was titled. Five reasons Kentucky ballistics should not have put out that video. And they were essentially saying, well, the internet could be mean to you. You could be turned into a meme. And the other reasons were, well, this could cut into my profits, essentially, was was the uh, gist of it. Yeah. I was just like, fuck you, guy. That is incredibly shitty and shallow of you. You could... why not? If you were you're worried, gun, you're making gun guys look bad, so you could hurt my my monetization. Yeah, but fuck off. Wait, the guy, the video hurt whose monetization? All gun channels, basically, is what Tough Later Mouse was saying. Is that yep. it's going to look bad for gun guys for the gun community on YouTube, so they're just going to demonetize anything with anything relating to guns or anything. So it's going to hurt his monetization. Yep, the, he was he was saying something dangerous. Yep, he was saying the second coming of adpocalypse. Yeah, and it um, and it, it was rather sad. Hey, about you. Yeah, it was rather satisfying though. There were probably zero people in the comments that were <laughs> that were Supportive. in support of. They were just like, <laughs> "Dude, this is an incredibly poor taste. You're a fucking idiot." What got me though is he replied to all those comments that were bashing him, and he was not classy about it at all. He just doubled down on that shit like your classic asshole. So let's see. I'm hoping he's going to go lose a bunch. Grebner, Kentucky ballistic. Okay. Yeah. And he named the 
the video never go full grebner oh he renamed it wow uh josh price it was the serbu rn50 it was the one with the the uh screw on cap on the back it was it's pretty much the cheapest rn50 a serbu rn50 it was pretty much the cheapest uh firearm that fires 50 bmg out there and he was shooting slap rounds out of it um so i looked i was watching uh mark serbu's video about this situation and he had said it would take uh, like a standard 50 bmg is roughly 60 to 65,000 psi um and it would his original thoughts he had said something about uh 85,000 PSI to shear the threads off of that rear cap. Yeah. Um, well, actually, in in talking with uh engineer about it, um, he said the engineer basically said that uh, breach pressure would actually have to be 165,100 PSI. So, like, almost triple a standard Good 50 Lord. round. Um, to actually rip the threads off and looking at the photos that he had received from the gun from um, uh, Kentucky ballistics that uh, Scott had sent him that like a lot more material of the threads was ripped off than what the, what the engineer had had believed would be. So it would have taken probably in excess of 200,000 PSI. Um, and just looking at some quick screen grabs of the rounds and stuff, he does believe they are counterfeit slap rounds. Um, and he said, like, the telltale signs are there's no actual, um, like, pre-cuts in the Sabo for the round. So if you don't know what a what a slap round is, there's, like, a, a, a penetrator core inside, like, a plastic Sabo. Right. And true Sabo rounds have a neck crimp. So there's a crimp at the end of the case to the Sabo and the Sabos are pre-segmented. They're not cut all the way through, but they're pre-segmented to help aid them in breaking apart. And um, some screen grabs from when Scott was putting the rounds in, there didn't appear to be a neck crimp or any... um, pre-cuts in the Sabo. So they do believe that they were um, counterfeit rounds, which either the reason that they could have detonated is basically two things is what they said is it was either loaded less than half to where there was too much room for expansion of the powder inside the case. And it would detonate just detonate in the chamber or they had loaded it properly, but with an improper powder. So if they'd used like a fast burning pistol powder or something not suited for 50 BMG would have caused the detonation, Um, which I was intrigued to find out that if you loaded it less than half, that it would just explode as well. Instead of just creating a squib round, Mm -hmm. there's enough expansion room in that case that it would just detonate. But they they did believe that it was probably um, 
a pistol powder. Hmm. I'm I'm pretty excited to see Serbu is gonna he's sending Serbu that that rifle and yes. probably probably the round. I'm he was really curious. Ammo. I'm he was really curious ammo. to see what they're gonna find with that. That's gonna be pretty interesting. Yeah, I want so. them to pull around apart and see what they look like. Sam, go ahead. Uh, I think that the mod the 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 moral of the story that I got from all this was during the video he was talking about. These rounds were very old. They're hard to get a hold of. He thought mm -hmm. they were legit. Man, no for a hundred. And, and you can't fault the guy. He thought they were legit. But no for 110% where your rounds are coming from. Know that they are legit. Know that they're not counterfeit. I mean, it's one thing to play with a 9 millimeter round like that, you know, or even a 5.56, five, you know. But when you get up to 50 BMG with that much freaking power, that much powder in there, you're going to have, I mean, there's some serious pressure going on in there. So know for 100% fact what the hell you're shooting. And, and, yeah. and even don't shoot, like I don't, I don't give my reloads to people and I would never shoot somebody else's reloads. You know, this just goes, the, and this is why stuff like this happens. So that's the moral that I got from this, I see. Yeah. I thought it was... Uh... There was surprisingly a lot of people that were against him. And I don't understand those people that were like, well, he was shooting a super overpressured round, an already overpressured round out of the cheapest 50 BMG that you can get your hands on. It was, it was his fault anyway. So I'm like, <laughs> That, Just because no. it's the cheapest 50 B BMG you can get your hands on doesn't make it any less capable of firing a 50 BMG round than any other 50 oh. BMG. You know what I mean? Well, people the, then they the, they would say that those slap rounds were designed to be fired out of a Matus and stuff too. So, but well, and they were. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But overpressured slap rounds would also explode fucking yes. a Matus. Exactly. So, I mean, how can you be... And even if he, this guy, even if he was... Uh, well, obviously, he did something wrong, and he learned a very... Like Sam just explained, he learned a very valuable lesson. How, why Why would you be like, he got what he deserved? What, what kind of shit is that? It was a terrible fucking accident. The guy is... Like, I don't really like the guy's content. I don't... I have anything against him. I just don't watch his shit. But what he's like one of the nicest guys fucking out there. One of the nicest YouTubers yeah, he's a, out he's a there. Legit, he's a legit dude, man. He's a super good guy. And this he put out a video two weeks after he was probably seconds away from dying. He had he stuck his thumb in a hole in his throat to keep from bleeding out. And that's the only thing that kept him alive. And he's making two videos two weeks after that and you're like nah he got what he deserved we're like well how can yeah. you have that fucking point of view it was an accident what why does anyone that has an accident Inter deserve to fucking die internet mentality man there's there's, there's not enough real life uh consequences to this shit anymore you can type all sorts of stuff on your keyboard and there's no consequences to it but i did order his shirt that uh that he came out with a shirt that said uh just put a thumb in it. Just put a thumb in it. <laughs> I do love yeah, that shirt. I was hoping it was going to be here tonight so I could wear it, but uh, no, I, it'll come tomorrow, I guess. So, 
Yeah, that's a good shirt. Michael says he was shooting 50 BMG ammo through a 50 BMG rifle. I'm not sure he deserved anything. Uh, dude, I was, okay, can I read you a few of the comments on the Tough Later Mouse video? Are you going to, if I say no? <laughs> no. <laughs> go ahead. So it's uh title is never go full Grebner Kentucky ballistics reaction. Right. And basically his immediately in the description of the video, I too was pretty shocked when I saw Scott's video. Glad he wasn't hurt worse. Well, it was a good thing for him to explain what happened, showing the gun blowing up over and over and yada, yada. He basically explains yeah. this is terrible for me because I'm not go- I could lose my ad sense. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, the comments are great because the comments are says the guy that shoots miscellaneous random objects from a shotgun for a <laughs> no and, shit and tell flater mouse responded and and uh a lot of the comments to that are and in you know capital and all this shit <laughs> and it's like oh now you play the innocent card you make dangerous videos all the time you hypocrite you're acting like a hypocritical narcissist you're an and you're an idiot um and then there's a bunch of stuff like should have titled this five ways i'm going to lose youtube subscribers (laughs) (laughs) yeah no shit the irony is this video is the video that shouldn't have been posted (laughs) like oh god it's great all these people attacking this idiot and it's It's just yeah i'm glad that a lot of people are sticking up for scott in this because yeah i like hey this is what happened this is what went wrong i'm showing you guys well he could ruin my adsense fuck off this ain't about you no shit fucking (sighs) yeah i don't know you mean nah there's a lot i could say about it but i can't formulate it in my stupid fucking mind so (laughs) 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 on another note on a happier note i see there's a fight in the uh, comments. Michael, Michael I- says, there's only one room for Michael. I was here first. Michael, too, says, this calls for a fight to the death. I think, is this going to be another a Josh, Josh fight? <laughs> a Michael fight? We can we can arrange it for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we were going to talk about also owning machine guns. Do we want yeah, we're gonna, to cop? We're going we're to save that. We're an hour and 25 minutes in. Mm-kay. We'll save that for next time. Michael, Toad doesn't attend any podcasts anymore. He's on occasionally, but very few. Don't you watch our podcast, man? My Do God. you only watch Gears and Beers? He was only, the last one Toad was on was 50, and then only a few before that. Yeah. yeah, he's only on he's only on occasionally. He's not a, he's not a regular member anymore. He's just a part part-time guest, I guess. Yep. Um okay. Well, I guess that is the show tonight, folks. Michael we says give he's away this bad boy. Oh yeah, we got to give away a, a coin. We have 14 shares it says. Who's getting it, yeah. Sam? Um give me pick a number. There's there's two guys that are getting getting this. So um, one or two guys. Give me give me one or two. Two. Michael Antrim, you got the. Uh, oh, oh, 
It looks like Michael is the the winning Michael tonight, Michael Korthaim. Yeah. <laughs> it's got that's unfortunate. It's got um let's see here. It's got gears and beers on this side and life short live free on this side. This is solid copper. Um uh, and this will actually, when we figure out what we want to do, this will actually be worth something. It's it's redeemable by us. We just haven't decided what it's going to be. <laughs> so yeah, Mike, give me a, Michael, give me a, a message and uh, I'll get this, uh, get this sent out to you. I feel like I've been sending you a lot of shit lately. Did you, did you see what he said? He says, I'm telling Tasha to leave him alone so he can join. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Michael Antrim did. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to share that with Toad. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All okay. right. Anything else we need to cover tonight? I don't think there is. Uh, um, the only thing would be if you're watching this and you have not submitted a comment to the ATF yet, please do so. Um, this is a huge deal with the uh, reclassifying <sighs> the definition of firearms. Make sure that you you're submitting a comment. If this goes through, this completely... The way I see it, this is how they're going after online sales of, of parts. This could be how they start. That will be the end of online sales and a massive blow against the Second Amendment. So make sure you're submitting your comment. And that is all I have to say about that for right now. But I will be putting out another video of it this week. Oh, wow. I was waiting for you to run out of breath before you got through what you were trying to say. <laughs> I, was get, I was getting pretty close. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> okay that is all we have for you tonight folks thank you for stopping by it was another fun episode i'm not sure we surpassed last episode but it was pretty close we're gonna have comments your... definitely didn't get as weird no no i mean there was no talk of flashlights this week andrew always gets pretty weird in here uh <laughs> but it was i don't even think he got as weird as normal no Nope, nope. He wasn't. He must not have been drinking as heavily. Nope. He had <laughs> only had half of four loco. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, God, I always forget where the fuck I am talking or where, where I'm at. <laughs> Joshua says, is fuck you a valid comment? <laughs> yes. <Sure>. <laughs> 100%. Okay. Again. I'm going to try to end this show here. Thank you for stopping by. It was fun. Uh, if you're watching or listening after the fact, we do this live on Facebook every other Wednesday night at 8.30. The next uh, show will be on May 26th, Wednesday night, 8.30 Central Time. So be sure to stop by our Facebook page, Live Short Live Free, and uh, join in on the fun. It is <laughs> always a good time. <laughs> He's mentioned the ballistic gel like three times tonight. <laughs> At least three times. He's got a sticky note on his monitor or on his <laughs> on his chair about that shit. So, <laughs> oh, good stuff. You send me the ballistics gel, I'll do the research for you. <laughs> Boy. Okay, if you are new here on our Facebook page somehow, be sure to check us out on most major podcast providers. Uh, we have an entirely different portion of this podcast that is not recorded live that I am sure you would love. Be sure to check that out. We are also on YouTube. Uh, 
we are I'm not even gonna mention fucking Instagram. <laughs> not worth it. Uh be sure to check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com and also on Facebook and Instagram, along with Ballistic Imagery at Ballistic Imagery Ballisticimagery.com. They are on Facebook and Instagram as well. They also do a giveaway of uh twenty five dollars to their shop every every week on uh ballistic imagery shyworks i believe their coupon code is first 10 gets you 10 percent off your first order they're always doing cool shit on their facebook and instagram as well and i think that's all i can remember for the outro tonight <laughs> so thank you for stopping by um that's it sam take us away all right guys yep it was a fun one we'll be back in two weeks and until then remember life short live free god bless and god bless the united states of america and defund the atf and repeal the nfa america. freedom